Welcome to Quest for Gold. I'm Ryan Burrow, and we begin this week in Australia, an exhibition game and a little primer for Team USA men's basketball as they gear up for their FIBA opener September 1st. Emma Walker. Against Sobey, feeds Plumley from close range. He pushed off, according to Andrew Bogut. Captain Kemba Walker's 23 points, leading the Americans over the Aussies, 102-86 to in front of 50,000 fans in Melbourne. There were a handful of NBAers on Team Australia, including Aaron Baines of the Celtics, Matthew Delladova of the Cavaliers, and Andrew Bogut of the Warriors. Australia had two leads in the game, including a one-point edge in the third quarter. The two teams will face off again this weekend. Congratulations. Congratulations to Summer Rappaport. The 28-year-old from Colorado punched her ticket to Japan, the first member of the 2020 U.S. Olympic triathlon team. A couple updates on stories we talked about last week. On the lawsuit filed by U.S. women's soccer players as they seek similar pay as the men, a judge scheduling the trial to begin in May of 2020, two months ahead of the Japan Games. District Judge R. Gary Gausner saying at the hearing in L.A. he expects that trial to last four to five days. The two American athletes who demonstrated during medal ceremonies at the Pan Am Games have been reprimanded by the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee and were put on a probationary period for the next 12 months, but were not suspended or otherwise punished. Hammer thrower Gwen Berry raising a fist on the podium fencer race in Bowdoin took a knee as part of a political protest. USOPC CEO Sarah Hirschland saying while she applauds the athlete's decision to be an active citizen, she pointed to policies agreed to before the games. In the continuing investigation of abuse of athletes by coaches, doctors, and others, the OC Register reports Maggie Haney, the gymnastics coach of 2016 Olympic gold medalist Lori Hernandez, and current coach of 2020 Olympic hopeful Riley McCuster, is under investigation by USA Gymnastics for verbal and emotional abuse. It comes two weeks after high-profile gymnast Anna Lee, an Aurora native, resigned from her position on the USA Gymnastics Council following a report where gymnasts and parents said athletes were being physically and verbally abused. On the ice, U.S. figure skating coach Rich Callaghan, who coached Tara Lipinski to gold in 1998 and Todd Eldridge to six national titles, was declared permanently ineligible by the U.S. Center for Safe Sport for sexual misconduct involving a minor. It comes nearly two weeks after a former skating student, now 34 years old, Adam Schmidt, claimed Callaghan repeatedly sexually abused him from 1999 to 2001, starting when he was just 14 years old. Another man alleges sexual misconduct by Callaghan dating back to the 1970s. Under our quest for gold spotlight this week, USA Golf. This will be the second consecutive summer with golf on the docket, and it's no surprise the sport is hugely popular in Japan. Golf returned to the 2016 Olympics after a 112-year absence. Justin Rose of Great Britain taking the gold in Rio for the men. South Korea's Inbi Park winning on the women's side. American Matt Kuchar taking bronze. But it was those who chose not to participate who grabbed the headlines leading up to the Rio Games. Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth qualified for Team USA ahead of the Olympics, but chose not to go in 2016. Johnson citing the Zika virus and fears over the health of his expanding family as his reason not to participate. The decision by Jordan Spieth is one he now says he regrets. He told CBS Sports he was jealous after fellow golfer Ricky Fowler sent him pictures from the course in Rio. Spieth opting not to go to the games for overall health reasons, not specifically Zika. He called it one of the hardest decisions he made in his life, even harder than picking a college. 
The decision can be a tough one. While in many Olympic sports, gold medal is the ultimate prize for golfers, the Olympic tournament comes at the height of their season. For the men, the Open Championship in England falling days ahead of the opening ceremonies in Japan, the FedEx Cup playoffs coming immediately after the games wrap up. For someone like Tiger Woods, staying healthy has been a challenge in and of itself. That's been one of the biggest challenges coming back from you know, last year. You saw you know, I'm making tweaks and changes trying to play around this back and um, you know, trying to be explosive and have enough rest time and enough training time uh, that's been the biggest challenge of it all. But Wood saying with all of the trophies he's grabbed over his long career, the one thing he's still missing is a gold medal. Yeah, Olympic gold medal would be um, a hell of a feat. Uh, I, first, I need to qualify, and it'd be exciting if I got a chance to represent the United States in, in the Olympic Games. Um, I don't know how many more times I'll get a run at it. Next time, it'll be 48. No. So it's... Um, I don't have that many chances of playing for the United States in the, in the Olympics, so uh, it would certainly be an honor if I was able to represent the United States. I asked top-ranked golfer Brooks Kepka at the BMW Championship last week in Medina if he was already starting to think about the Olympics. No, I'm not. No. I've still got, what, four more majors before the Olympics so and a FedEx Cup, so I'll worry about that before. I'm worried about everything I've got going on right now. I've got enough of the FedEx Cup to worry about, so... I'll worry about winning this week and next week and and then go on to Augusta and then from there to the what the PGA and then the US Open and then the British and then then I'll start thinking about the Olympics. As it stands now, Kepco would qualify. The Olympic golf ratings or OGR are determined by the International Golf Federation. Looking at the men's side, as of this week, Kepka is the overall number one in the world. Dustin Johnson, who, remember, skipped out on the 2016 games, is number two. Rory McIlroy of Ireland, three. Justin Rose of England, four. Justin Thomas of the U.S. is five, and so forth. The IGF has been accumulating points since 2018 from qualifying tournaments. There are 20 worldwide tours that qualify. There will be 60 golfers who qualify for the games, both on the men's side and women's side. The top 15 ranked golfers get automatic bids with a maximum of four per country being eligible. Right now, Patrick Cantlay of the U.S. is ranked seventh overall. He would be the fourth American to qualify. Any other American ranked behind him, even if they were in that top 15, would be cut out. As it stands now on the women's side, Lexi Thompson ranked three, Nellie Corda ranked 10, and Danielle Kang ranked 13 would be automatic qualifiers for the U.S. The remaining 45 slots will be filled out by the top two golfers per country. If a country already Already has one golfer in that top 15, they'll just add one more. If there are zero, they'll add two, and Japan gets one automatic bid. Hideki Matsuyama is already ranked 14. It is an individual golf competition, not a team sport. 72-hole individual stroke play for both the men and women, four rounds over four days. The men's event will be staged from July 30th to August 2nd, the women's tournament from August 5th through August 8th of 2020. I'm Brian Burrow with Quest for Gold. Stay tuned for new episodes only here on WGNRadio.com.